Welcome to Building a Life of Prayer with Pastor David Beatty of River Oaks Community Church, taking you through the prayers of the Bible so that you can grow in your confidence and enjoyment of prayer. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about building a life of prayer. Today I'm going to be reading Psalm 95. Psalm 95 is a psalm about worship. Now, we may not think of worship as a form of prayer, but I think our times of prayer should always include some element of praise to God or worship of God. And Psalm 95 is an excellent passage to teach us about worship that pleases God. It reads this way, O come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to him with songs of praise. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are the depths of the earth. The heights of the mountains are his also. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land. O come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker, for he is our God. And we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as at Meribah, as on the day at Massah in the wilderness, when your fathers put me to the test and put me to the proof, though they had seen my work. For 40 years, I loathed that generation and said, they are a people who go astray in their heart and they have not known my ways. Therefore, I swore in my wrath they shall not enter my rest. Psalm 95 begins with a call to joyful singing to the Lord, recognizing that He is the rock of our salvation. Then we're called in verse 2 of the psalm to thanksgiving. Let us come into His presence with thanksgiving. Let us make a joyful noise to Him with songs of praise. It is always appropriate to begin a time of prayer with praise to God and thanksgiving to God. We're told to give him thanks because of who he is. For the Lord is a great God and a great king over all gods. He's the one who made the earth and upholds creation. In his hand are the depths of the earth. The sea is his, for he made it, and his hands formed the dry land, we're told in verse 5. And then in verse 6 of the psalm, the psalm writer moves us from vocal expressions of praise and singing to more reverent, uh, quiet worship with these words, O come, let us worship and bow down, let us kneel before the Lord our Maker, for He is our God, and we are the people of His pasture and the sheep of His hand. We're reminded here that the Lord is our shepherd, and our worship should include bowing kneeling, honoring him for who he is. And then we find these words. Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as at Meribah. The psalmist is reminding us of an Old Testament account when the Israelites disobeyed God. They hardened their hearts toward him. And we're told as part of our worship that pleases God not to harden our hearts. When we're in a time of prayer, a time of worship, singing, thanking God, kneeling, reading His Word, listening to Him. We're given the instruction to obey Him. Worship includes an obedient life. We may not think of um, worship as 
concerning so much what we do, how we live. But it's very clear in this psalm that worship includes the whole sacrifice of our lives to God, the presentation of our lives to God in obedience. So Psalm 95 reminds us, worship includes singing praise to God. Worship includes giving thanks to God. It's always appropriate to include thanksgiving when we begin and end times of prayer. Worship includes kneeling before God, bowing before Him in worship. And finally, Worship includes obeying God's Word, the guidance that He gives us when we're in times of prayer and worship. May God make us people who worship Him in spirit and in truth.